But yeah, Kingsman. Oh, I hated that movie so much. Were you recording? Yeah. Yeah. I never saw the first Kingsman. I never did either. I hated it so much from the previews <laughs> that I just, can't believe that it got a, a second. Okay, movie. but it was just douchebaggery is what it was. Yeah, it's just com- like yeah, just complete douche. Did you see the Avengers, the remake with um, Sean Connery as the villain and uh, Uma Thurman and um, um, a long time Robert ago? Hood. So it's that. 60s spy campiness that they're trying it's that 60s spy campiness that they're trying to portray in the Kingsman yeah but But I'm okay with that like I'm I'll forgive them for that like I'm not gonna the characters they're just completely they're 60s characters they're um stereotypes they're caricatures but they're not that guy the main character is not a stereotype from the 60s he's a stereotype from a stupid idiot from today from a millennial. Well, yeah, I mean they're adding that in. But I'm just saying, if you're if you're gonna, you know, they're trying to be. If you're gonna stereotype something, stereotype something that's you know fun, not stereotype some stereotype something that's Stere- stereotype something relatable. Dumb. This this character. So when the original Spider, when the first Spider-Man movie came out, there was a moment sitting in the theater where me and my friends spoke about this afterwards, where. We were considering the character of Peter Parker and how everybody in that theater is rooting for Peter Parker, right? But there's a scene in the original Spider-Man where Peter Parker gets beat up by Flash, by the jock, right? And after the movie, we were sitting in, I don't know, some Denny's or something like that talking about it. And we brought up the concept of how many Flash Thompsons were in that theater, though, rooting for Peter Parker, not realizing that they were Flash Thompson in real life? These jocks or whatever, these guys, they were sitting in the theater saying, oh man, go for it, Peter Parker. You know, show that Flash Thompson you got superpowers now and, you know, he can't beat you up anymore. Yeah, not realizing that the rest of the world views them as Flash Thompson and no one likes that person and you want to see that person get whatever you know get their comeuppance the kingsman trailer i'm looking at this character like you're flash thompson like to me you are the flash thompson guy there's nothing relatable about you i don't want to root for you right you're just i really don't care if you die in fact i'd probably like the movie better if you were (laughs) to die (laughs) the other trailer we saw was i can't even remember the name of it it's the fifth element knockoff Valerian. Oh, Valerian. Valerian and, and, and a thousand planets. Thousand or something. Planets. Do you get the same vibe from that main character? Yeah. It was too yeah. just comic hokey. Yeah. I didn't see that aspect of it before in the little bit that I that they'd shown. And this trailer, it was too many one-liners, too many Carla Delavine or however you say her name. I taught him that, you know, like too much, almost not not breaking the third wall, but fourth wall. or fourth wall rather, but but kind of breaking it. Right. Insinuating it. Yeah. And it was, the premise of that is just flawed. I mean, sure, it's probably a, you know, teen uh, Is it? Like, who is that? Who's that movie I think it's for, to? I think it's for tweens. I really yeah. think it's for tweens because in no way do two teenage people have the fate of a thousand planets 
special agents. Right. And yeah, they wouldn't be special agents. They, they wouldn't be to the level of um, adult that you would need somebody in that situation. They're supposed to be Han Solo type rogue individuals and they have to turn to the only, because everyone's in peace in that world. And they have to turn to the troublemakers to save them that can actually fight. Yeah, it's just tweeny CW drama all over again. Yeah, and when I see, and, you know, from everything I've heard, he's a good actor. He's apparently one of those actors in Hollywood that everybody says, oh, that guy's, you know, that guy's going to be big someday. He's got a lot of talent. But this Dane DeHaan guy who plays the main character in, in Valerian, I've, I've just never been able to get on board with him. He just doesn't seem like the type of character who could carry that type of movie. He doesn't seem like the type of, you know, that, that cocky, lucky type guy that you root for that, that is the Han Solo type. Well, he doesn't have that redeeming quality no, in his performance. I he mean, just even just dark. from, yeah, from the trailers, he doesn't have that extra, that extra depth of his character of himself that, that would be the, the hero archetype and somebody that you would want to see succeed like he's entitled mm. and he's entitled to the girl he's entitled to saving the world and everybody should just get out of his way did you have that same feeling in the movie wanted for the main character no because i liked james mcavoy but no, do you I, like I, him I now or did. did you like him then no i didn't like him then you didn't mm -hmm. like him then but do you like him now i liked him now i i liked his portrayal of professor x that's that was what brought him around for me but yeah i it's, it's the same thing same type of character arc where it's like you're 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 kind of just a douche and i don't feel like i want to root for you and well, Wanted itself is just a bad movie. so so much bastardized from what it originally was, what the sure. source material was. That that in and of itself, you know, pissed me off because I really enjoyed the Wanted comic, mm -hmm. and it was really a well done piece of piece of um, which you could never adapt to. Um, you could you could never but adapt you to. Could, you need DC's approval to yeah to be able to use Superman's appearance and yeah. uh, everybody else's. But yeah, you. So then James McAvoy, what about, so the other trailer was Atomic Blondes. Um, to me, it could be good. I mean, I like Charlize Theron, I like James McAvoy. Pretty much to me seems just like the female version of uh, Born Identity, however. Um, same style of combat, it seemed like. And I, I did not like the Born Identity franchise. Couldn't really just, tell what was happening. You couldn't tell what was happening. It was a lot of hollow threats, it was a lot of him saying he was going to do stuff and then he never really did uh, and then a lot of people in the government being crooked talked about it behind, talking behind closed doors about you know we never should have let this happen how do we let this get this far shut the whole thing down what 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 was the whole thing what what are you talking about what what did you let get this far you know the the genre which i think is like a subgenre of a super spy where you have the spy gadgets that are beyond belief that aren't actually real. So you had like Mission Impossible, um, the Born Identities, the uh, Salt with Angelina Jolie, um, so, okay, the Saint. I, I saw Val something um, with Woody Harrelson. It was a YouTube clip, and it was about this one was scene. He fighting monkeys. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A war. No. It was a movie that's already come out. They were like 
thieves or spies or something, but they were card like almost like magicians or whatever. But the CGI, and I'll, I'll have to look at this again. Oh. But they're like so now you twirling. see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they're twirling the card back and forth, and it's, it was like the three D. It was the three D. It was three D. Well, that oh. was the, that's why they had those effects, so you could watch the movie in three D, and the cards would come out. Gotcha. But oh man, I was I was watching that in disbelief. I was thinking. Okay, that's taking 5, 10, 15 minutes just for them to get patted down and taken into a room. And it was like, <laughs> that's exactly what I foresee um, that Kingsman thing has mm-hmm. being as stupid as that. Yeah. I don't think you would have liked Now You See Me because it has the uh, actor that who just destroyed the role of Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg mm-hmm. and lots of other roles that he has. Right? Lots of other roles. A- any, I think anything. Well, I, I but, never did see that. So he, or, or that well, he, he was in Zombieland, right? That was yeah. Jesse. He was okay in Zombieland, but I think it was. I think Zombieland was okay despite his presence. But so I think now you see me could have had the Ocean's Eleven feel to it that would have been like, yeah, it was pretty cool actually. But I think it, that got weighed yeah. down by other problems. It just yeah, it, it got. I, I can't even I can't even think of the uh, word, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I just glanced over at Paul and <laughs> talking about Alien here, half of his air conditioner intake is yeah. is off, and I just see black <laughs> over the air conditioner intake. Yeah, something crawl up. In <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> 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 No, it's uh, uh, it's just loose. So whenever the air conditioning turns on, it pops off. And at this point, I'm moving out in a couple of weeks, so I don't really care to have them fix it. They'll fix it later. Uh, yeah, yeah, except for Paul's a little mysterious. Let's let's let's. Well, I mean, there's nothing we, dripping from there. Okay, get over it. <laughs> we've we've uh, gone into how, how many weird uh, <laughs> uh, death uh, threats, uh, voicemail death threats that uh, Paul's got. Yeah, from we, <laughs> right. Like we've touched on Paul's. I don't want to call it sanity. I want to call it the reality around him feels off. So having a vent that is I do have ajar, I do have lots of skulls of things in my apartment. He's currently wearing one around his neck. And, uh, oh, yeah. and for him being as a nonchalant about a, a creepy uh, intake uh, valve of where an alien could be hiding. It's entirely possible. I once had a dream... Um, because I'm apparently this obsessed with alien and xenomorphs and whatnot, I once had a dream that I had an alien that was like a dog, but it was an alien, but it behaved like a dog, and it slowly turned my apartment into an alien hive, and I was apparently fine with this, and then it killed the neighbors. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, bad alien, you killed the neighbors, now what are we gonna do? And uh... it like got all sad and went and sulked in the corner. Uh, it wasn't a nightmare. Most people would be like, I had a dream and aliens were in it. And that would be a nightmare. This one was weird. It was just, like, it wasn't scary to me. It was just, I had an alien. It was like, like you were more scared of the consequences. Exactly. I was like, you killed the neighbors. Level. Now what are we going to do? Dream? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Reality? You know. <laughs> no, my neighbors are good. I like my neighbors. They're nice and quiet. And they have dogs that are cute. So. And dead. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet like the grave. <laughs> uh, 
man. Deathly silent. Speak. Okay, so well, that baby of, movie. Oh my god. Yeah. The baby driver movie. Anything. Every time they mentioned this, just the character's name in that trailer, I was just trying not to laugh. Like, baby. <laughs> like when uh, what's his face? Um, uh, the villain. No. Um, god, what is the actor's name? The John Bathamu or. Punisher from Daredevil? No. Um, Dead. God, why can't I think of his name? Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, thank you. Oh. That scene where he's like, you catch feelings, you catch a bullet, baby. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I just, I, again, I started, I, I started chuckling in the, in the theater because just, the line was just so poorly delivered. And every time someone in that trailer said, baby, like, what's your name? Baby. R- really? Your name's baby? <laughs> like, that's what the chick's going to be impressed with? This, Diner waitress is gonna fall in love with you because your name's Baby. Like, what's your name, Baby? <laughs> really? Okay, uh, that's weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway, did you want more coffee? Right. Instead <laughs> of getting banged, uh, you get ignored. Yes, exactly. Like, you get the cops called on you. Yes. And because it was written and, and directed by somebody who I don't know, that was supposedly one of the uh, yeah, it was one of the little, talking points of it. Right. And it's like, really? like really? well, was this your student film right. that, you, <laughs> that you somehow managed to get Kevin Spacey involved in? How? Like, how did you get this many people involved in your movie? Right? You guys kind of feel like Kevin Spacey, like, I don't know. How much money you are you giving me? Okay, right. I'll yeah. do it. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're doing. Can you be a baby house driver? Of cards and, oh, yeah. sure, why not? Yeah, and you it's know, a movie. The main character's named Baby, but we won't want you to play the villain. Okay. And you know, it's going to be one of those movies where there's going to be an interview with him, and they're like, "So, what attracted you to this movie?" And he's going to be like, "Well, I read the script, and the script is just brilliant. I mean, the way that the characters are written, I just had to be a part of this. And so and so, the person who's written and directed the movie, uh, I mean, he's just a you know complete professional." And uh, it's just a real pleasure working with. And that's when you know Kevin Spacey got a really nice paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, the plot of the movie is that there's something screwy with his mind, so he has to listen to music, and that makes him the best driver in the whole freaking world. Really? Really? This guy has mental difficulties, and... Uh, right. it, you know, mental was, means slow. There was, was a, slow? Yeah. <laughs> there was a movie a in the 80s called Iron Eagle, where a teenager had to listen to music in order to be able to fly an F-16 well. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, yeah, the state of affairs of Hollywood is always... Oh, it always seems like it's uh, going downhill. I mean, they come out with, you know... Marvel came out with their cinematic universe and suddenly it was revitalized. But yeah, there's there's always however portions that are just going down the tube. However, I will say that there was actually a bit of a high point. However, now after coming out of Alien Covenant, I've kind of crushed that. Uh, but the ex- I, we saw the extended trailer for the new Blade Runner. Music. Oh Music God. was amazing. Music. Yes, they captured that. They killed that it. That feel. God, it visually, super impressive. Um, probably, I'm gonna go. Out, I'm gonna come out and say this right right now. Probably the standout character in that movie, in terms of uh, which actor steals the show, probably gonna be Jared Leto. Um, I think it's Harrison Ford's dog. Probably Harrison or Harrison Ford's dog. Um, not sure about the rest of it, you know, could be, could fall way short, probably will, 
Uh, Ridley Scott did not direct it, he just associate produced it or whatnot, so I mean, there's hope there, I guess, at this point. Uh, but I, I, We're gonna get the origin of the robots, we're gonna get the creator vibe, I got that from the yeah, trailer again. Well, that's apparently what Jared Leto's character is gonna be, yeah. you know. And, like, they uncover, like, some numbers on a piece of rock and the voiceover is like, we finally found the origin or found the beginning or... I can't remember the exact yeah, words, then, but... And then something about a book. You're, the last page of your story is not written yet. And then... there, yeah, the, it, there are a lot of, like, pictures mm -hmm. from that trailer where it was very visually stimulating mm -hmm. and you had Ryan Gosling yelling in that little uh, cutscene and whatnot. But, so there were all these little pictures that, on their own, seemed awesome. That's really where this trailer... Got its got its hype and got me going into it, mm -hmm. but then again, you've been burned on so many things where you get the first you know second or two of it and you're like, oh, that's gonna be the best thing ever. But then when Ryan Gosling's yelling at so whatever he's yelling at, it's gonna be really kind of letdown kind of a thing. But the follow through and how it's actually put together to make a seamless movie is is gonna. So Ryan Gosling says like three words in that trailer maybe five words not the less the better with him right because yeah. he nailed that role where he was a driver driver and yeah didn't say a thing like, he can convey emotional gravity with his features very well so are but what i want to know is are they hiding his dialogue for the trailers and he has quite a bit of dialogue in the movie or when they made the movie they're like okay we got to keep ryan gosling's dialogue to a minimum Maybe, but if we... So let's compare it to the original Blade Runner. Uh, ties there. I'm, so the original Blade Runner, visually, again, amazing. Music was amazing. Plot of the original Blade Runner? Yeah, okay, it was tied to the book. Uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? But when it came out, it was critically kind of panned, and people didn't like it. It was considered to be a really boring movie. Harrison Ford did not speak much in the movie. He had his, his narrative um, kind of talking over certain parts of the movie. But otherwise, he didn't actually really have a lot of lines himself. There was a lot of uh, silence, lost in thought scenes with him. So that might be what they're going with again here. Uh, however, I don't know. I kind of hope that they don't do the film noir detective uh, voiceover again this time because I don't know that I don't know that Ryan Gosling can pull it off the way that Harrison Ford does just because Ryan Gosling does not have Harrison Ford's voice. And mm -hmm. I know Harrison Ford's voice kind of rings in the um, rings out in the trailer where he's like, "They found you, you know. What are you doing here? I used to have your job, you know." So you're going like, "Yeah," but then you don't hear Ryan Gosling's response. So it's like. Yeah, I used to have your job. It was awesome. Right. <laughs> like, I got your job now, dude. I have some questions. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean... Yeah, that's one of the only lines he says in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So. And Scott, I don't think it's the gravity, since he hasn't really seen Blade Runner, the first one as well. But that question, when he says, I have some questions for you, it's because you might think that Harrison Ford's character is actually... So, a, uh, yeah, he might be giving him... He might be referring to the, the like, Vot-Kampf, Vot-Kampf, vot -Kampf test... Um, See if he was a angler. Yeah, you come, you're walking in the desert and you come across a turtle on his back, you know. So in the original, 
the whole concept and, and the way to identify uh, or differentiate the androids from the humans or that the androids couldn't grasp um, sympathy for animals. They didn't, they couldn't understand it. So there were questions in there saying, there are questions in there basically putting the android in a situation where you have the ability to save an animal that's dying. Do you or don't you? And the androids couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure out what the point of that question was and they couldn't get past, they couldn't see their way through the logic of it to actually answer it. Hmm. Um, and then they go crazy and kill people. And then they go crazy. So mm -hmm. I, that might be what he's referring to in that I have some questions for you. Yeah. Because you start to wonder is at the end of the movie, it's very questionable depending on which version of the ending of the movie you see if Harrison's Ford character is a robot or not. Mm -hmm. And they, I mean, it's subtle, but it's not, it, maybe it's not so subtle, but then I think this one, they're in at least the trailer, they're portraying as Ryan Gosling's character a robot or not, an android or not, a mm -hmm. machine. And Jared Leto needs a saving grace from his um, um, Suicide Squad um, Joker crap that he did. You know, I'm going to go, I, I have no actual ill thought towards Jared Leto. I would say that the guy's probably supremely talented um might have a bit of a man crush on him just saying uh but he's is he a johnny depp character for you someone who's so in immersed in his roles yes um but at the same time i think just as a human being existing in hollywood existing um in music He's someone who has found success by doing things his way, mm. and he's intensely private. So, you know, you don't see him out there in the media with, you know, who's he dating now, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's not on the front page of TMZ or whatever. Um, he's just, he just lives life and does his own thing and doesn't give in to really, you know, a lot of the nonsense, at least by appearances. Um, and he's just, I don't know, he just kind of lets his talent show through. I mean, the guy's won an Oscar, he's won Grammys, or a Grammy at least. Uh, so I just look at him and I just kind of have some respect for him in terms of that, that field. Uh, I have not seen Suicide Squad, but from what I hear, he was like one of the better parts of that movie. Oh really? I heard the opposite. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you, you know, if that's true or not. Um, but knowing that he's in Blade Runner, it gives me more hope than it does the opposite, you know? Well, at least there's one person in there that we know is a good actor, you know? With Harrison Ford, you're like, well, he's a good actor, but he might just be mailing this one in, kind of like how he mailed it in in Star Wars Episode Seven. you know? Is he a good Indiana actor? Jones? I would say that it, once upon a time he was, yeah. He's a cool character. Sure. He's a neat guy. Yeah, but, he also has to make those characters, too. Well, I'm a, but... He and he he's did got it charisma. Well. He has on-screen charisma. But did he ever? Could he play Macbeth like as an actor? That's a good question. Like he's Indiana Jones. He's Indiana Jones. He is Han Solo. He is not somebody else. He is not. 
he's not Macbeth. He could not be Othello. He could not be... I'm trying to think of a non-Shakespearean reference here, but I'm having a very hard time. He could not do Fiddler on the Roof. He could not do yeah. Death of a Salesman. Sure. But he can do the people that he is. He is... Um, those people. Yeah, he's had he's been fine in roles that have been created expressly for him. You know, take this role, define it, and make it your own, and have no competition or negativity that could stem from people saying, "Well, this isn't what that role is supposed to be based off our experience," because there was no prior experience. Preconceived notion. No preconceived. Yeah, no preconceived yeah, notion of what the character should be. Right. So, with that vein, yeah, it's possible that he is not a good actor. Um, but what we do have with him being in the movie is that he does carry with it a certain sense of established establishment, you know, established quality, um, assumed quality, because you don't really see a lot of movies with Harrison Ford in it where Harrison Ford is bad in the movie. No, he's a great character. Like I right. totally enjoy watching him thoroughly. I just well, he's gotten so cantankerous and whatnot about his about his job over the last years about how he just wants to be killed off in some of these roles and how he didn't like him like them and enjoyed them and he hated and, Blade Runner when it came out yeah. right so why is he doing it yeah exactly exactly so is he really broke right kind of broke? <laughs> well you know he's got a lot of plane repair costs oh lately, yeah so. Yeah, you just gotta wonder about that when you're going in there and uh, that's never a good that's never a good thing walking into a movie saying do the actor really want to do this? Because I would have. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> Send me in, coach. Send me in. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I can save this game. Mm-hmm.